Welcome to the Man Dog Pod. Shalom, aloha. It is the Improv and Conversation Podcast with me, Dan Lippert, and my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. What's Hi, up, Ryan. everybody? Hey, Dan, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's a bit of a cloudy uh, Wednesday afternoon, which is rare here in the summer. Yeah, a little overcast. I could use a big drenching. Couldn't you? I I was going to say I enjoyed the overcastness today. I was like, oh, this is a bit of a mood. Yeah, I I wish um, because there's so few and far between in L.A. When they do happen, I wish it was on a day I already had off, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I could just bundle up with a little cup of cocoa. I know I didn't I didn't bundle today, but I did sort of like <clears throat> stay inside and do some work from home in a very nice way. Nice. Um. How are you doing? What's going on with you? Uh, I'm all right. I am. Um, my days are full. so And so it is. I am missing. If it's going to be a pandemic either way, I'd rather it be a pandemic where I don't have obligations. <laughs> is it work <laughs> stuff? Is it busy? Good busy or? Yeah. I mean, work stuff, all sorts of stuff. Podcast, doing other podcasts. Um, today I had therapy. Um, I tried to get up. Okay, so this is cheesy, but I heard, I heard Rick Rubin on a podcast, mm. on Mark Maron's podcast, say that one of his routines is he takes a little walk on the beach every morning, a meditative walk with the shoes off. And I thought that sounds really nice. So I set my alarm for six a.m. this morning, and I was going to drive to the beach. And it was probably like six fifty when I actually was like, okay, my I'm open eyed. And then I looked it up and it was an hour drive. And so I was like, all right, that's not happening. So I just took a walk in the neighborhood, but then it started to rain. So I I cut the walk short, but that that happened. Um, Maybe a blessing. I mean, you don't want to be at the beach in the rain, probably. No, definitely a little good thing there was traffic. But yeah, I'm right. um, You know how it is. A couple phone calls scheduled in the day, a therapy session, just something every hour on the hour. If I have five things, I'm stuffed for the day because I'm then it's stuffed. then it's also like not written down on that list. It's like emails and returning texts and the like that just mm-hmm. fills up your day. If I have five planned things, I'm screwed. Absolutely screwed. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I just feel I feel that feeling of like run, that treadmill's just going and I'm on right. it and I'm. Uh, <clears throat> Are you noticing too. progress on it, or does it just feel like the exhausting part? Just the exhausting part. It's yeah. I I I told I talked to our mutual therapist today about it, how it feels like, and I'm not saying anything that novel, but uh, if you loved your job, but 90 percent of your time was job interviews, <laughs> right. it's like yeah, when I get hired, the job's great, but most of my life is unpaid job interviews. Yes. Um right. and the job interviews are not that fun. No, they're the least um, fun. Yeah, 
So well, it's, I'm glad you're interviewing a lot. If you yeah, will. that's nice. And I, I had to, as I was saying it out loud, I was like, well, the reason I'm busy is because I'm in a position in my life that I want to be in. Almost. Sought after, excited more, to be worked yeah. with. Absolutely. I'm more sought after than I was two years ago. And so that means you're inherently busier. Right. I don't even know if I'm sought after. I'm just auditioning. I just have someone submitted. But anyway. Accepted, requested, whatever you call it. Whatever you call it. Yeah. But that stuff comes last minute and it's stressful. That adds to the stress. But Yeah, that's not fun. Oh, you know, trying to let go of the things that are totally out of our control here mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. green earth. Right, right. For me, it's like a change in my perspective so that everything doesn't feel like such a chore. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, if I have three things, it's like, oh, I got to do those things today. Yeah. But like something I heard someone say recently was like reframing it from I have to to I get to. Right. You know what I mean? Like with gratitude or whatever of like, well, it does suck that I have to do all that shit, but it is pretty cool that I get to sort of work from home and do creative work and do all that stuff. So like the trade-offs are there. I'm just never considering all the good parts, you know? Right. But it's so um, hard to do. It's like an obligation feels like an obligation feels like an obligation, which I guess is the change. Yeah. But. The harder part for me is learning how to carve out the time that is like, I, I feel like I, whoever this physical person is, is 100% disconnected from what's in here right now. Hmm. I like feel like totally not in my own body and totally not. You know, I just kind of, I need to like center myself. And that's kind of why I wanted to go to the beach. I just feel like very knocked off of my access right now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's all right. Thank you. I I was honestly, because we were just out of town on a little uh, boys weekend vacation to Big Bear. And -hmm. I was really hoping to come back with a little bit of that feeling of like, ah, Mm-hmm. rested, recentered, whatever, but I didn't. <laughs> I no. didn't at all. I came back and I was like, oh, that was kind of socially exhausting, like really wonderful to see everybody, but right. I like needed another rest. Like I yeah. thought that was going to be my rest and it was not. Always always need a vacation the day after a vacation. Right, right. Because it is, the you know, a true vacation, we talked about this on Happy Hour last week, for me would be like going somewhere and doing nothing and talking to nobody. Absolutely. Like my life is already talking to people and doing things. So right. vacation would be like it all goes away. Right. And, right. and in a very privileged way, like part of the past year was nice for that reason. It was mm-hmm. a, bit, a bit of a vacation because we could do this podcast, but also have time to ourselves, I feel like, a little bit. Right. That is that is dwindling in a way that it would be nice to find a way to like achieve that without the, yeah. Without the pandemic part of it. Yeah. It's stressing you out. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty introverted in general. And so like even stuff like doing the podcast over zoom is great for me. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. like I would love to be back in the same room because the performances are more fun, but I, I am finding that like, I am so introverted that I really took that year for granted of the parts that I was getting that I enjoyed. Cause now that I'm being pulled back into like having to go places, having to have more interactions, I'm like, Ooh, I have not been working this muscle. Uh, mm-hmm. and it feels stressful too. Like even on that trip, it was really fun and exciting to see everybody, but I had to remove myself from the group a couple of times just because I was like truly overstimulated, like mm-hmm. overwhelmed and, uh, not having a very good time <laughs> because mm-hmm. of it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then I judge myself for it and I'm like, oh, what a loser. Or like, uh, just have fun, you know, or whatever. But it's like, well, you, I, that isn't how I feel, you know? Right. That's the hardest part is just accepting yourself for whatever you're <clears throat> bringing to the table and being, and being okay with like right. separating yourself from it. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we're here to sort of shake it off and do a little prov. I feel like these always make me uh, really be in the moment and have some fun and laugh it away. Yes, for those of our, um, what do you call it, uh, non-Patreon listeners, this is obviously just a two-man episode. We do a lot of these on the Patreon. We'll, we do the voicemail spectacular where Ryan and I just go through listener voicemails and do scenes inspired by them, but we're doing that one uh, today on the free feed. So welcome. If you want to hear more of these and other two-man improv scenes and conversations with Ryan and I, it's patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. That's the business. Now let's get to the pleasure, baby. And we got uh, all kinds of good stuff over on that Patreon, and we would love it if you checked it all out. Throw us a couple bucks and um, enjoy the show. That's right. September is our two-year anniversary of the show. Which is insane. It's out of this world. We've been doing the show now almost three times as long in pandemic than we did it out of pandemic, which is mm -hmm. also kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we've done what? Like, it's got to be over 100 episodes. It's got to be over, like, 200 episodes. because we, we do should like be numbering our episodes. two a week, you know? Yeah, two a week for two yeah. years. That's yeah. 200 and... Four episodes? I don't know. So if you're looking for a bunch of improv and are new to the show, go to patreon.com. There's like double the episodes that there is on our free feed. Yeah, and also video of all the episodes. You get to see our lovely um, faces, our guest lovely faces, a lot of uh, really crazy visual gags we do, like this one. You yeah, know? you missed yeah. it. You, you missed, missed it, it if you're, if you're listening. You caught it if you're watching, so we appreciate you all. Ryan gave a good sound effect. I didn't think to. I forgot that the medium is is multifaceted there. <laughs> right. Well, I wanted people to hear what they weren't seeing. If that's that makes right. Sense. You know. I, I understand completely, and and I regret not joining you. You know. But that's okay. You could always do another one. <clears throat> oh my God, that was even funnier looking than it was sounding. <laughs> God, folks, you got to see this video. Oh my gosh, it's an epic video. It's epic. And I, one thing I am excited about, and I don't know if this is in this episode yet or if it's upcoming, Dan, we got our first sponsorship. Yes, we do got our first sponsorship. And um, let's just say, you know, things are cleaning up. That's right. Let's just say the Man Dog Pod guys are going to get Man Dog Scaped guys. Yes. Oh, nice. That's good. We should save that for the ad read. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm excited. It feels cool to be like, hey, a lot of people listen to your show. We'd like to advertise on it. That's right. I remember right. when we started in our little office two years ago, speaking of anniversary, et cetera, we were just like, should we make this? Will anyone ever listen to it? Whatever. And now we got the gurus of pubic shaving coming yes. to us to advertise. Yes, the pew brews are knocking on our door. That's right. And I'm excited to use their product, and I'm excited to sell their product. Absolutely. I'm a shill. I will be a shill in a second. I love <laughs> capitalism. Actually, I hate it, but I'm a part of it, so I might as well make some fucking money. There you go. <laughs> well, folks, let's jump into our first listener voicemail. That's right. These are from people like you. You call in. You leave us a voicemail of 30 seconds to a minute, ideally a true story. And we'll see if we can do some improv off of it. That's right. 818-465-8656 is the phone number for that. That number again is 818-465-8656. And call just like this person did right here. 
Hey, friends. COVID doctor here. Uh, just thank you guys for making me laugh after treating COVID patients all day. It's been rough. It looks like we're hopefully on the way out of it. Um, but my story is that when I was an intern, um, I was sent to go talk to a patient family. There was a daughter, the dad who was the patient who we were discharging, sending home, and the mom. And the daughter had all these concerns about his health and didn't feel like he was ready to go home. And the mom and the wife of the patient looked at me and said, don't worry, doc, he eats a lot of yogurt. And that was it. He went home. I think he did well. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. And hey, thanks for all your work on the front lines there. Hang in there. I know uh, that message is probably a little bit old where it seemed like we're almost out of it. And uh, keep on trucking, my man. Yeah. Appreciate your, what do you call it? Service, your work, your sacrifice. Yeah. All of the above. Right. Um, So yogurt is the solution. Yogurt. Don't worry. He eats a lot of yogurt. Great. Hey, Doc. How you doing? I'm great. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Just in for a, you know, a normal checkup. It's, it's been more than a year, probably two or three years, if I'm being totally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just been having kind of a weird feeling in my back and, you know, just sort of some, I think it's typical aging stuff. You know, I've been having back pains and a little bit of like shortness of breath when I go upstairs for bed and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to come in and get it checked out. No problem. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do a, a physical and um, we'll see if there's anything obvious. And, uh, um, you know, if you, if you want to, we can also start doing some blood work and stuff like that and just make sure that you're all copacetic. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm really confused as to what's going on. You know, like I said, yeah. I know I'm getting a little bit older and everything, but the blood work should be helpful. I mean, I eat a ton of yogurt. And so I'm wondering, like, why is my back hurting? You know? Sure. Well, yogurt is part of a balanced diet. Um, you know, there's a lot of benefits to yogurt, but uh, generally uh, there's no main correlation. I guess there's some calcium in there and stuff, but no main correlation between like body pain and, and eating a lot of yogurt. So I, that's a good question. Let's let's go through diet just while we're here. Um, um, I noticed uh, based on um, uh, your weight on the way in, uh, your BMI is a little bit high. Would you say that um, uh, um, you're eating? That's the first thing you're dealing with. Sorry, <laughs> that's the first. Or, thing you know, you're just for back pain, a lot of times that right. can be Sorry, a, yes, a physical yes. ailment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I guess... just wanted to know uh, um, what 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 in a day what what is your kind of a breakfast well, my lunch caloric dinner. intake i mean i've been eyeing it a little bit more lately and i try to keep it under 2500 you know Great. um i would say i eat man this is so confusing i mean i had 12 cups of yogurt today so i'm wondering like i shouldn't be overweight you know what i mean i'm eating tons i am of actually yogurt. gonna stop you right there so this uh happens sometimes as people know that something is healthy and then they kind of replace their whole diet with it 12 yeah, cups yogurt. of yogurt. Yeah. Uh, 12 cups of yogurt can be a lot, you know, because you're just giving your body a, a ton of dairy. It's possible that you may even be lactose intolerant or your body's not handling dairy well. Um, can I ask you about your bowel movements? Sure. Well, uh, how are they uh, in general? Would you, would you say they're anything out of the ordinary? I would say they're perfect. They're they're about the same texture going out as it is going in. It's, it's pretty much yogurt. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that is a bit of a worry. You want it to be a little more solid, and uh, really, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to level with you here. 
Uh-huh. Um, what you've told me already it has me deeply concerned. Go ahead and put the... Okay. And I'm seeing what you're doing now is you're not even really doing like a, a classic Icelandic yogurt or something like that. This is full on Nusa with all the extra added sugar and, and everything in that. Yeah, I love the flips one. You flip a bunch of like a sugary honey or jelly into it. It's yeah, delicious. emphasis on sugary. Yeah. Um, so that isn't actually that healthy it's okay to add that to a meal but you don't want it to be the staple of your diet it's almost like you're eating right. ice cream for every meal wow <laughs> yeah wow when you put it that way i feel a little bit silly yeah uh, yeah that is a lot of sugar and milk and it, it does taste like i okay i get it the ice the effects of yogurt are similar to the effects of ice cream where you kind of have to do it in moderation exactly exactly okay um, right. So uh, um, I, I, we'll, we'll work on that diet, but I do want to take a look at your back. Um, so I just want to ask, um, it, it's possible, sleeping-wise, do you sleep on your back, uh, on your side, or on your stomach? More of a side sleeper. I okay. kind of, I, I don't breathe really great at night, and so I'm kind of tossing and turning from side to side. Right. Um, and, and would you say your bed is firm, um, soft, more of a water bed? I would say it's kind of sticky right now. It's uh-huh. um, it's it's a firm mattress, but I spilled a little bit of yogurt on it the other night, and sure. it's been like I get stuck on it when I'm on my right side because the I keep the yogurt on the bedside it's that table. Sticky. Well, just the other night it was because I was I, this is embarrassing. I was out of the single cup, so I was eating out of the family style one, and yeah. I spilled yogurt on my pillow, on my sheets, on my uh, comforter, on my dresser, on the floor right near where I put my feet down. So mm-hmm. it was a really sticky evening, but I got so tired that I just kind of had to go back to bed. Wow. Yeah, that's a real mess. Um, yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah. I've been having trouble keeping clean at the house, too. Yeah. It's been really confusing. I just feel like out of sorts, and I can't do my everyday tasks you know right. what i mean it's like wake up make the bed and it's like well geez i gotta wash the sheets now you know what i mean sure because so, i'm spilling so much yogurt on it and the, oh there's the tons of yogurt in there absolutely yeah. Yeah. okay uh wow i uh so this is gonna be i'm gonna kind of go above and beyond what the physical is here usually we take about 30 minutes here um we're gonna need to talk about a major overhaul of not just your diet but your lifestyle and i'm telling you this not just as your doctor but as a family friend, a friend of yours, you know, we, I've seen, you know, I saw your brothers and your sisters and your parents. You've seen my butthole. I mean, yeah. I, yes, that's <laughs> not what I was going to say at all. But yeah, I, have I thought seen. that's where you're going. I thought that's yes. where you're going. Speaking of which, uh, how are you doing with that? Uh, you came in a couple years ago and, and I, I should have asked a little more about diet, but you came in a couple years ago with, with some issues, some hemorrhoids. Uh, yeah. I haven't been having any hemorrhoids. Everything's been really, really clean, right. really, really straight through, you know? Awesome. Uh, um, I, I feel really I, kind of embarrassed if I can mm-hmm. be honest. I feel like now that I see it sort of through your lens, this yogurt thing has been a real not good thing for my life. Okay. And I am a little embarrassed that I don't be saw one commercial and then just started drinking Nusa's for breakfast, lunch, dessert, bedtime, yeah. late night beverage. The important thing is nothing is forever. We're nipping it in the bud. So I, I think yeah. you've learned your lesson there. Three square meals a day, get a lot of different types of foods. At least one third of every plate should be f- fruits and vegetables. Um, ideally. Holy uh, moly. Yeah, and and so I'm just going to walk you through some of the physical questions now. Uh, how many – what's that? I got to get some plates. I've been using mostly bowls lately uh-huh. because because I didn't really need plates for anything. Plates isn't really good for yogurt, and that was so much of my diet. Let me ask you a question. 
Um, I know you're single, and it does say here. I mean, um, that uh, uh, on average, in, in the question in your interview with the uh, nurse beforehand, that you are having sex. Um, you know, on average, three times oh, a week, yeah. and you have multiple partners. Um, so let me ask you: uh, when you this is now pure curiosity, friend to friend, are you bringing people home with you? No, it's always their place. Okay, always their place. I say no reason. Uh, because I think subconsciously I knew the yogurt thing was a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, if I had a cleaner bed, you know, it might work. But can I ask you a question? What about tea? Now, I hear tea uh-huh. is really good for you. They got this stuff called poop tea, where if you drink it, you poop a lot. And it, and it's supposed to help you get cleaned sure. out, sort of clean out your system. I think um, for me, don't, let's not look for one answer here. Because mm. uh, my worry is I'd say, yeah, that can actually be good for you. Um, and then what will happen is maybe a few months down the line, you're going to come in and you're going to be saying you're going to be scalded because you spilled tea on yourself mm-hmm. and you're drinking tea three meals a day and all that stuff. I, I want to yeah. make sure that we're having a full year. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you're seeing right down the road. That's what I was thinking is switching from yogurt to tea. Uh-huh. I, I, all right. Mm. Uh, I, I, sometimes I am surprised that someone can even make it through life because you're 42 now, uh, the, you know, I, you work 40 hours a week and I'm I just, uh, you know, I'm shocked. I'm sorry. I don't want to insult you here. Let's, um, oh good. Not, not insulted. I'm not insulted at all. No, no, no. I'm, I'm here for your help. I really appreciate your perspective. You seem really smart. Thank you. Um, all right. So, um, back pain. I want to get back to the back pain. Um, so one thing you can do, let me, let me, um, would you mind taking your shirt off here and I'll just feel around a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Here um, we go. and then this is just kind of a scoliosis test, just looking for any curvature and anything like mm-hmm. that. Now, uh, I don't know if you wanted to talk about or need a prescription for the, uh, acne all over your back. Uh, that can happen a lot when you're consuming. The what? You are, your back is very covered in acne. Uh, really? which can be a response to a lot of dairy, especially, Wow. Um, 20 times your daily limit of dairy. 20 times? That's a, how much yogurt are you supposed to eat a Just day? Guessing. Five or six cups? A cup. No, no, no. Okay, so I moved on past that conversation too quickly. I thought we were understood, and we are well, not. moderation, like half of what I was doing. One. No, one a day at most. Okay. That can so be your one breakfast. So one cup of tea, one cup of yogurt, and that's all that's I should a good be breakfast. eating? We're really going to have to walk you through this whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> Alan, hold my patience for the day can i ask you a question what is like your diet because honestly i'd love to have your body really your life i mean you seem healthy you drive a great car you wear nice shoes i just you have a lot of things together that i would love to get together but really that physique is number one thank you yeah i bet you don't have any back pain um i work on my core um so that's part of it as far as diet as i'll start the day with sometimes a, a protein shake um, kale, uh, whey protein, banana, a uh, yogurt? coconut, a little yogurt in there. You are right about okay. that. Yeah. Okay, I so was, I could do that. Yeah, you could do that. That is actually a great idea. Um, okay. I'll even throw some flax seeds or something like that in there. Turmeric, mm. um, is good for inflammation, uh, mm. for back pain. And so that'll be a, a breakfast, you know, and then, okay. um, sometimes I'll skip lunch, which is not super healthy. And I'll just do like, a. uh, a cliff bar or something like that. Mm-hmm. If I am doing lunch, I'll try to do like a, a salad, a pro- protein rich green in there, maybe a kale mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Some then, sort of creamy dressing or something. Yeah. I mean, like I noticed Greek yogurt. Yeah. Right. Like or... it's, I know tzatziki is Greek yogurt with cucumbers that in it. Good, and lemon. That sounds really good. 
I could do this. Yeah. Okay, so yogurt for breakfast. I would A yogurt lie. dressing for lunch. I'm, already, I'm actually okay with this compared to your current diet. If you do a smoothie <laughs> with yogurt and a tzatziki-based salad, okay. you're moving in the right direction. Okay. All right. For dinner, I, I like to be bad sometimes for dinner. Sometimes I'll do a steak or something Big like that. Big yogurt. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Me too. I'll do a full strawberry at night. Or lemon. Oh, that lemon yogurt is almost like candy. Can I ask you something now out of full concern? Yes. You've got an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, I know you're divorced, and uh, um, uh, I don't know who's got the kids most of the time, but what, what is their diet looking like? I, I'd actually maybe like to see them in the future as well. Well, I, they have a much more well-rounded diet. When they're with their mom, she's really good about watching, you know, five and four servings a day, five servings of vegetables, four servings of fruit. Okay. When they're with me, they're eating, I don't know, eight cups of yogurt, something like that uh, daily. And that, I think going back and forth, it's it's helpful. No, it's not. That's actually awful for a kid. <laughs> You're telling me it's awful for them to eat only yogurt all week and then go back to their mom's <laughs> house and eat a ton of fresh different foods? Yes. Yeah, I think that is bad for a kid. Um, well, because so, I've been noticing that they – I don't know what they're eating at their mom's, but when they come back to my place, their diarrhea is awful. You don't have to whisper that to me. My kids' diarrhea is awful. I don't want to, you know, rat out my kids or anything. But It's they, not – you're not ratting them out. It's something for them to be embarrassed about. <laughs> That's probably because their stomach is not used to all of that dairy and the yogurt and sugar and all the stuff you're feeding them. Right. Right. God. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I'm hearing what you're saying. Two cups of yogurt a day max. That sounds nice. And, and every meal should have just, I, I don't want to make you feel stupid, but just so I know we're on the same page. <laughs> well, with the preamble like that, it's going to be pretty tough. I just want you to name five things you could put on a plate for lunch. I just want to make sure that we're. Okay. Well, first, I'm going to go with that second cup of yogurt. <laughs> I, had, I had it at breakfast. Okay, that's fine. That's that just one of the five. Yogurt is off five. the menu now. You have ordered okay. the yogurt. It is crossed okay. off the menu. It's 86. Okay. What about you need a carb, right? Because we're talking sugars. Well. What about yogurt-covered pretzels? Okay. All right. You're going to die. You're going to die very soon. <laughs> yogurt steaks. Yogurt steaks. <laughs> Don't yogurt act like asparagus. you just discovered a good answer. No. Please. No. Please. No. no, no, no. You have to You have to not eat what is delicious to you all the time. Can't Sometimes, you just give me a shot or, or, or lipo or crack my back or... What is it that Those you are, do other than tell me that I do it all wrong? I'm not telling you. Well, I am telling you you're doing it wrong, but I'm also giving you solutions that are non-yogurt based. If you want to eat yogurt all day, every day, for, what's that? Non-yogurt based. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds hard. I don't know if I've made clear to you what a big part of my life yogurt is. You absolutely <laughs> have, and it has shook me to my core. I see a lot of things in here, and it has shook me into my core to see this, okay? Right. Okay. Uh, partially because you look relatively healthy. You look hey, relatively you. healthy. But I think that's probably something that's going on inside that I don't even know about, all right? Right, right. All right, why don't we chalk this up as uh, as a nobody learned anything, and then I'll just come back in a few months and let you know if my back feels any better. 
my Hippocratic oath says I can't leave you if you let you leave if you believe that. Well, I was not supposed to learn anything here. So well, I think you were supposed to learn about the patient. It seems like uh, I will. Yeah, you're right. It seems like you learned that the patient probably eats a little too much yogurt. See, <laughs> I think <but> you do. <laughs> Uh, now, are you a yogurt guy? Do you drink? Do you do you drink yogurt? <laughs> do you I do yogurt? drink yogurt. I, I go back and forth on yogurt. I do like it as a breakfast, like a little faye in the morning, because sure. it, yeah. it, it, it makes you feel full. It is sweet and tasty, um, mm-hmm. but I, only if I haven't been going to the supermarket a lot. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't do many shopping trips. I'll do like right. little pickups. And it's usually the the yogurt is part of a shopping trip where I'm like, all right, I'll get my five yogurts or for for a dollar each or whatever. Right. For me, having the the fridge stocked full of yogurt, especially now that I'm living alone, it's like I can't buy as much stuff mm-hmm. because it all starts to go bad. You know what I mean? It's tough. And I'm bad at going to the grocery store, like, or I don't want to go, like twice a week or whatever it is even once a week feels like a lot for me because i'm you know eating not at home several times a week and all that stuff. yeah well that's the thing is if if i have two days in a row that are like packed and out of the in and out of the house right that's that throws off my whole like cooking schedule for the week mm-hmm. um and it, it it does mean suddenly i have too much of something so it right. is really hard to plan that stuff Right. I've started buying stuff where it's like I pretty much eat the same one or two things every morning for breakfast or lunch so that if I miss a day, I didn't like I don't need a bunch of options for lunch because I'm really only eating at home like three days a week. Yeah. Or something like that. You know, so it's like right now I'm on a big tuna sandwich kick. Mm, Yeah. I've just been eating a lot of tuna sandwiches and they've been delicious. I've sort of fallen back in love with tuna. Makes me feel like I'm being a little healthy, light on the mayo. Mm. Just protein, you know. I feel the same way. I uh, I went to Costco the other day and just on a whim got canned salmon because I'd never had mm. that before. And I'm doing the same thing. Just like that that as a lunch on some toast with tomato and and cucumber will last me for the day. How is canned salmon? I've never had that. It's good. It's basically the same experience as canned tuna. I, yeah. That's what I was curious about. I was wondering if it was going to be a little, little fishier, right? Um, but it's the same. Cool. So Very there we cool. go. But yeah, I'm in that same boat of just um, trying to be like, one day I will hopefully accept that you can have multiple boring meals in a row. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet, but that's... Yeah. It's for me, it's like simplifying everything. It's like, I don't need to wear a different amazing outfit every day. I don't need to have a different amazing lunch every day. I just need to like yeah. make the easy choices easy and then get on with the choices that matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I'm thinking every day about like, what delicious meal do I have to prepare for myself? It's like, you don't need to. Yeah. You just don't need to. Just simplify that. But I do get a lot of joy out of food. I'll just have to fill that joy somewhere else. Of course. Yeah. I think it's like... I'm trying to do less bullshit and more like if I really do want to cook, I'll make a thing out of it, mm-hmm. you know, and and do less when I don't want to. Anyway, should we do it another is, voice? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it's just this is the last thought. It's not that important, but it is weird, weird that like I don't know how the world is going to catch up to the because it used to be that, you know, the home was like one parent in the past. Usually the dad worked. Kids went to school and like the the other parent was kind of a homemaker. And now that's not the case. We're either single or both mm-hmm. parents are working, and that is all good. Um, but the, like society hasn't figured out how the where the meals come from now, other right. than like delivery and all that stuff. 
Right. You're less like supporting the other person and just both working your ass off side yeah. by side. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know what. I need someone to to help me eat. Somebody cook for me. <laughs> I can't do this by myself. I can't. I can't also, you got to work full time. I can't do the work either. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, my feet are hurting. <laughs> um, all right. Here we go. Thank you for that wonderful first voicemail. Obviously yes. rife for comedy. Rife. Rife. Hey, y'all. This is Nate from North Carolina. Um, I just had a story uh, from when I was a kid. Uh, my dad had a VHS of Top Gun. But it was like a special edition Top Gun with just the title and then like an all-black sleeve. Uh, and no internet then, so I didn't know what it was actually about. So I asked my dad... And he uh, told me the story about how it was a, uh, a movie about a haunted uh, mansion and there was uh, two gun racks over the fireplace in this haunted mansion. Um, and there was an old rifle that a ghost would come in every night and move the gun from one gun rack to the other gun rack. And so you never knew which gun was the top gun. Um, and then at that point, my mom goes, uh, David. And what she meant was, you know, stop messing with our child's head <laughs> and telling lies. But what I thought she meant was, no, this is too scary and mature. So he, he shouldn't know this sort of thing yet. So I totally missed that. And then for years later, I was probably like seven or eight when he told me that story. And for years later, until I was in like my mid-teens, I didn't really realize that Top Gun was about like something totally different. And then, you know, it was like my first, my first realization that adults uh, can just lie to their kids whenever they want. And we wouldn't know until we get a certain age. <laughs> anyway, that's the story. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, parents. Um, I think that um, concludes the uh, budgeting portion of the uh, PTA meeting. And there was just one more thing I wanted to talk about, which is of utmost importance. And um, I just wanted to hit this while all the parents were still here. There's been a bit of an epidemic at school of uh, parents having lied to their kids uh, about different pieces of information. And uh, it's becoming a bit of an issue with getting all our classes on the same page for a lot of things and even conversationally. It, it, I don't know where this started, but I, I just want to kind of open the floor here and, and let everyone know that um, if there is something that you've maybe told your kids is a joke or a little fun inner family bit that you do, I think it's time to come clean with your children. All right. It's time to come clean. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, um, well, it looks like um, Mark uh, Williams, uh, is that you, Mark, in the front row? Yeah, it's me. Uh, um, you seem incredibly defensive almost immediately, and it, it, it's actually, you're a good example that you spoke up. Uh-huh. Um, Mark told his son that if he reads with glasses on, his eyes will get weaker, and if he reads with them off, his eyes will get stronger. That's uh, right. Mark, your son cannot see and is really struggling in class really struggling and he looks cool i'm not gonna have my son be a nerd 
for finding out the truth about what glasses do. I honestly okay? don't think it looks that cool to look. He he's a pitcher. All right. Does it look that cool for him to be thrown wide backwards to the wrong base? Well, backwards, you're right. That's insane. Yeah, he shouldn't be thrown backwards. But I like that he is uh, making it a little bit, little bit difficult out there for guys. They don't know where my boy's throwing. You think he wants perfect eyesight? No, no, no. I'm going to keep my fib going, okay? Okay, that really pisses me off to hear an immediate pushback on that, Mark, because it's really a struggle for the teachers. It's a struggle for the fellow students, okay? I, I'm going to use myself as an example because I don't want people to feel defensive here, all right? My son goes to this school. And um, we always joked with him that um, on your um, wedding night, um, on your wedding night, you spend the whole night watching your favorite movie together. So you pick your favorite movie and you watch it. And my son said no to a few women for prom because they didn't have the same favorite movie as him. So I had to sit him down and tell him, look, that was a little joke. I didn't know you would take it so seriously. Um, and now he, nobody's asking him to prom, but we're still trying to work that out. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah. 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 Okay. I can see how it's healthy. Yeah. All right. I can see how it's healthy. So you, so you're not against doing it. You just want it to be for a better reason. No, you're misunderstanding me. All right. Uh, we, we should not have been done it at all. I didn't realize how seriously he would take us. That was a joke we told him 15 years ago and forgot about. It really stuck with him. It really You're saying stuck the important him. part is to make it right with him, is to let him know why you were doing the fib and let him know what the truth is. That works. Yeah, that works great. All right? Okay. That okay. works great. I'll tell my kid. I'll tell him that I need him to be cool and that I don't want him to wear glasses and that I was lying to him and... That I made a mistake. I apologize. Uh, you're, you're totally right. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. I'm not going to tell you how to parent, so that works for me. Um, okay. All right. Uh, hi. Um, if, ever, if if we've got cone of silence here, um, I should. I, I I'm curious about this. My wife uh, and I have been raising our son, who is actually my wife's uh, um, grandson. Uh, um, because her first daughter had the son young and we didn't want to bring shame on our family for such a young child. And so we've been raising him as our grandson. Is that okay? Our, our, as our son, even though he's our grandson, is that okay? Um, okay, well, I, again, don't want to get into family dynamics. That seems like maybe going too far. I, I don't know. I don't want to put it to like a vote here or anything because that's that's private. But you should be honest with your son. I think at some point it's good to tell him. Um, All right, what about this one? Okay, because I agree, this is really causing the school lots of problems. I tell my younger son that he can't sit in the front seat of the car or else the spike will poke his butt because I don't want any more fights between my oldest and my youngest. Okay, uh -huh. the fights have got to stop. So I tell him there's a seat monster. I tell him if he sits in the front that he will bite his little butt and poke him with a rock. Well, are you aware that we had to send your son home from the field trip because the front of the bus was the only open seat and he openly wept, fearful of the spike, and then ha ended up wetting himself in front of all the students? No, I was not aware of that. We yeah. don't have great communication at home, and I think my <laughs> wife handled that one. I apologize. <laughs> I will absolutely stop with the lies. Thank you, sir. This has been very educational. Uh, I, and I, I'm noticing as I'm looking out, this is mostly dads here having the issues. <laughs> Uh, 
Look, it's hard as a dad, you know. You you want to just get your kids to do whatever you want, and so you tell them anything. I find that right now it's very modern as a parent to just be really straightforward with your kids, especially in high school. They can handle a lot more than you think they can. For example, I'll, I'll give you another one. My wife and I have gone through a very, 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 very messy divorce. Um, I don't know if you all know about it. Yeah, we know about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I had a little bit too much to drink. I did donuts in her front lawn and then uh, found out by accident that it was actually uh, our neighbor's front yawn lawn. I'm sorry, I keep misspeaking. I had a little nip before this. Oh, my God. Bad example. Well, no. Should have lied. Should have lied. I sh- I'm trying to be forward with you guys. I drink a little before these meetings because I I <laughs> Me know <too>. that. <laughs> okay, yeah, Me all right. too. Me too. Oh, yeah. Me okay. too. Well, all right, guys. All right. All right. I get it. We've all got a lot to drink about. <laughs> but, um Honesty is the best policy here, but obviously the messy divorce, we, we we first tried to keep it from our son, but it ended up getting tougher and tougher. It was like a little boiler room in the house of emotion um, to the point where I started, uh, well, I had a nervous breakdown when I stepped on one of his uh, skateboards and fell down. Obviously, I wasn't <laughs> mad about that, but in the moment, that's what I was mad about. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean here? We need to... You need to be honest be because honest. once you start having secrets, they're going to come out in ways you don't expect. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. That For was- example, I've been lying to my son about McDonald's closing. I said that McDonald's has gone bankrupt and that it's not, that it's not available anymore on Sundays before church because I don't want to have to drive past McDonald's because I always get too much. So he's so not say, even the one trying to get McDonald's. You're just getting too much. Neither of us can go because I'm not responsible. So I told him that McDonald's is folded and that Burger King is taking over all of the locations. I see. I see. Uh, Does that hurt the school? I can't think of a reason it really does. Uh, I'm just wondering for you, like, what happens if a McDonald's Phew. commercial comes on the TV? I'm having another drink then. Okay, well, that's not the point. <laughs> oh, when a McDonald's commercial comes on the TV, I say uh, this is the last of them. This is the last of the run. They're just trying to sell the last few nuggets. Okay. But the one in our town is closed. Uh, hey, man, where'd you get that McDonald's from? It's sure uh, some McDonald's, dude. Hey, back off, dude. I just got I just got home from a doctor's appointment. I mean, back to school from a doctor's appointment. My mom took me. Oh, man. My mom used to always take me when I came back to school from doctor's appointments until McDonald's closed forever. Is there like, is it like the last blockbuster where there's one like just outside of town? McDonald's closed forever? Yeah. Dude. Dude, McDonald's is still open, dude. No way, man. Are you calling yeah. my dad a liar, dude? No, I just said McDonald's is still open. I got a happy meal yesterday. Dude. Oh, no, 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 no. My dad is not a liar. And by the way, my dad could kick your ass. You know Why that? are you getting so aggressive, dude? You asked me about McDonald's and I'm just saying it's still open. My dad's not a liar. He can control himself and McDonald's is closed. All right. I know it, and you know so your it. Your dad can't control himself, and McDonald's is open. It seems like a pretty obvious lie. What are you seems doing? Like a, are you doing an opposite stay on me? What are you nine? I'm ten, idiot. I'm old for our grade. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Do you just want a nugget? I'll just give you a nugget. Is that what you want? Do yeah, you bro. want McDonald's? 
Yeah, bro, I want one of the last nuggets ever made. Okay, have one of these nuggets, my man. I mean, uh, I can get some tomorrow. Watch, I'll come back with I'll give you $300. Again. I'll give you $300. I don't know how I'm going to get it together. Maybe I'll start selling drugs Do you or know any like other that. kids that think all the McDonald's are closed? Uh, Well, there's my brothers. I have seven brothers. I will bring you guys each because McDonald's is closed, but I know how to get it. Okay. I'll bring you guys each a burger if you each give me three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll start have to selling my st- have to start selling my Adderall, but 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 I'll get the money together. Don't don't you worry. Don't you worry. I'll get the money together. My dad's gonna be so proud of me. I'm gonna bring my dad McDonald's. <laughs> oh God. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, I got the hookup, man. So sell that Adderall that a nine year old kid has and <laughs> access to and. Uh, bring me the, um, what is that? $2,100 tomorrow and I'll bring you seven burgers. Okay, great. Great. All right. Hey, uh, I got the McDonald's. Okay. We got to go quick. I killed the guy last night. (laughs) (laughs) What? I I, I, I couldn't get enough money on Adderall. So I tried to rob a bank and I killed the guy. Dude, this lie is killing you. McDonald's is open. It's literally like right over there. Oh, no. I killed the fucking guy, dude. It's not That's not a Burger King, anymore. dude. It's McDonald's. Just look at it. It's got the golden arches and everything. No, it's because they're taking a long time to convert them all after the buy. Because it's a lot of infrastructure, dude. Do you really think that Burger King bought out McDonald's? I don't think it works that way, dude. If anything, McDonald's would buy out the Burger King and just burn them all to the ground. (laughs) You know, because Burger King sucks and makes you sick every time you eat it. (laughs) See? (laughs) Which is true, folks. If you didn't know that, Burger King will make you sick. Yeah, and that's a big hint as to who our sponsor is not. Burger King. Burger King. When's the last time you had Burger King? Dan, don't ask me that. (laughs) Don't ask me that. I thought Burger King was off the charts. Like, like not a choice anymore. I agree, but sometimes you're driving along and you go, well... Maybe they figured I gotta have out. this. Because the drive thru's right there sometimes. You know what I mean? Where the drive thru's right there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You can't really. You see a drive thru and you go, oh, it's right there. Sure, I have to make an unprotected left across four lanes of traffic and I should easily go home and eat the food I have at home. <laughs> but it's right there. It's you right know? in front of you. I mean, sure, you got to double back, uh, drive 15 mm-hmm. miles and hit it, but it's right there. I, I guess right. I just don't know where there's a Burger King in LA. Like, there's one – well, there's two close to me, and I'm not going to tell you where because I don't go to them. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's yeah, there's yeah two over over on the east side near me sort of. But really? they're, they're pretty bad. Um, they're pretty bad. Have you tried this new Chiking? I have not tried the Chiking. I feel like I can't get into their new sandwiches. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, like if I have to eat Burger King, I'll go get like whatever looks okay on the day. But I'm not going to try their new stuff and like be part of the movement. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm not going to support new choices. I'm just going to continue to be a part of the ones that you've already chosen. Yeah. I I can't, I just can't get that emotionally involved. Yeah. (laughs) I love how I'm pulling up a new voicemail, but I do love how, um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, the 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 voice actors for for these places are all now like huge Shakespearean guys. 
It's like fucking Paul Giamatti is doing the chicken commercials and Brian Cox is doing the McDonald's ones. Right. God, they make so much money. Yeah. And it's like Uh, the guys you'd least imagine eating these foods. Right. Burger King is like one of the ones that makes the most sense as far as like name and logo logo wise. Like I get that they were like, oh, we have a burger restaurant. What do we need to call it? Burger King. Like Uh sometimes I think about how those places started. Uh Like why is Taco Bell called Taco Bell? What's the bell about? Well, yeah. I don't know. But what is it? Burger King, I'm like, okay, it's like Mm -hmm. the guy who's the king of burgers. King of burgers. Okay, it's like personification. Someone's got to be in charge of this restaurant, I guess. Right. McDonald's is clearly someone's name. Right. But it doesn't really mean hamburgers. Yeah, Wendy's is like Dave's daughter, sure. Burger King makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I wonder, like, what do you think the, the fast food places could be called? If the ones that didn't come to such fruition, like what didn't could exist. what would Wendy's be called otherwise, or just like what are other names of fast? Wendy's like could Burger be like King square makes the patties. Most sense. <laughs> right, right. To me, Burger King, even though I think it's the worst, makes the most sense name wise. Yeah, Wendy's doesn't mean burgers. McDonald's doesn't mean burgers. Right. Like, what should they all? They should all be called like Burger King or like. Grill daddies, or like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, um, Burger Ranch was one in Israel. Burger Ooh. Ranch, Burger Ranch. Ranch. I like that. I like was ranch. it good? Did you have it? I remember loving it. It was like always such a treat to go. You know, right? It's like right. if we did, it was like good things were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, did it feel like you were eating like food that was familiar and you were excited to again? Like when you were there, were you eating stuff that you were like, ah, it's not really like the American like, stuff I'm used to? Or It was like familiar but different like when you have a Coke from another country where it's like, yeah. oh, there's something better about this because it's like the flavors I'm used to. But also it's like yeah. – uh, it's like uh, what how our brains respond to pattern. It's like you fulfilled my expectation but surprised me a little bit. You didn't do the mm-hmm. exact same thing. Yeah. And there's something I, I was, miss about that. When I was overseas in Thailand, I was like, don't eat American food the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. don't just get the Western breakfast or whatever it is. But a few times I was there, I did go into a McDonald's, like, after I had, like, not eaten anything like that. And, I, and it was, like, really oddly satisfying. Like, yeah. It, it took me all the way home. Do you, it, I weirdly felt safe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I weirdly felt like, oh, I'm like in a McDonald's just like I would be anywhere. Like, And I wasn't scared the whole trip. I was not fucking scared, dude. <laughs> but, but, uh, but it was like weirdly comforting. And it tasted just off but pretty darn close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something about like chains and suburbs that are ultimately probably bad for culture. But totally. there's such a safety of expectation. Absolutely. And I've kind of been learning that about, look, this is, you're not going to get a lot of new info from me, but about just like the world and myself is I feel so good after I've taken the smallest risk. I've gotten slightly out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It is like heaven to to do it, feel like, oh, that wasn't that bad at all. And I wasn't right. bad at it and like whatever. But I spend so much time in the suburbs, uh, metaphorically. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah when it like great feels point. great to go to like that restaurant in the part of town you're never in or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I never do. Just do the thing do. that always makes you comfortable, but never actually excited. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, never actually enjoyable. You think it's the key to 
keeping you happy, but it's really like, what am I, what is this a solve, salve for? Yeah. <laughs> like, and that why is do like I the, need this thing that is boring but familiar? That's the whole nutshell for me, is like the right. thing that feels comfortable is yes. is protective but not helpful in every single part of my life. That's deep, my brother. Thank you. And Thank you. Welcome back to That's Deep with that's... Dan and Ryan. Please clap. <laughs> Uh, well, folks, listening to the free version of the pod, I mean, this is it. This is Sometimes, it. if you're already listening to the pod, you know that we have uh, guests normally on these free episodes. Sometimes we do just a two-man, but either way, we're always working our way through this long list of voicemails that everybody gives us. That's right. So if you want to be a little part of the podcast, feel free to leave us a voicemail. We will listen to it on the air and then do some comedic scenes off of it. Comedic scenes off of it. Comedic scenes off of 818 it. 818-465-8656 is the number. Is that the episode? Is that yeah, where we are yeah. here? That feels I... like an episode to me, Dan. I love it. All right. All righty then. Oh, the classic Ace Ventura line of the episode. If you're new right. to the pod, there's one every time. I can't not quote a Jim Carrey movie, specifically Ace Ventura the Mask. I don't know why. My brain is broken. Um, patreon.com slash the man now dog for supporting us if you'd like to do it beyond just the free episodes video uh, this, full episodes because if you even if you're hearing just the guest episode or the normal free episode the whole thing is not out there no. we only put out about 70% of these free apps and the whole kitten caboodle is on the patreon as we get huger these free ones are going to be more and more ad supported if you don't want to hear the ads which I get it. Sometimes you don't want to be advertised to, even though the products we're selling are incredible. Even Pop though the on ad reads might be funny. Even though the ad reads might be funny. Pop on the Patreon. You don't have right. to listen to an ad. Uh, not even If you join our Patreon, you'll never have to see an advertisement for the rest of your life. That's a man-dog guarantee. If you join our Patreon, you will not have to look at or listen to my face or voice again ever in your life. Sign up. Maximum tier. Never come back. Nobody cares. Now, that's huge. Give us $50 a month, and we will make sure you never see or hear from us again. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants me to pay me to shut up, that's where you do it. You just pay it to there, and then you don't come and listen. Yeah. The other way to get me to shut up is say something just a little bit mean to me, and I will quiet down and be in my head the rest of the night, whichever you prefer. And I'll be meaner to myself about <laughs> it than you even were. Um, let's see. This coming out on the 20th. Keep an eye on biggrandewebsite.com on uh, the 20, let's see, I'm going to work backwards, Third? the 23rd, I want to say, um, yeah. or the 24th and 25th, some new exciting stuff coming out from Big Grande, um, right. and um, our Patreon here, and I think that's everything, right? I think so, yeah, this was a fun one, Dan. Thank you for being my buddy and doing the show, as and always. Thank you for being my buddy. Same. Thank you, and thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. That's right. Bye, guys. Bye.